Hey, before we get started today, if you're looking to get an overview of the complete Piaget theory of cognitive development, go back a few episodes and start with the beginning of this series. Today we're going to be talking about the last of his four stages, which is the formal operational stage, and if you're just jumping in now, it might not make as much sense. So go back, start at the beginning, and we'll see you in a few episodes. Welcome to Psych Segments, all kinds of psychology knowledge in tiny segments. Hosted by your personal psychology professor and made for the psychology student or student at heart. A podcast that even your mom would approve of. Just ask Freud. Hey, welcome back to Psych Segments. I'm glad you joined us for this last episode in the Piaget series. Today we're going to be talking about the formal operational stage of cognitive development. This is actually the stage that Piaget ends with, and he gets some criticism for it, which we'll discuss at the end of the episode. But this encompasses pretty much ages 12 and up, so you can say teenagers or adolescents um, make up the bulk of this formal operational stage. Now to remember the name of it, I always recommend that my students think about it like this. Formal operational, well, think about when you go to your formal dances, like prom or homecoming. It's when you're a teenager, so that encompasses the teenage years. Now this stage has some kind of interesting attributes to it. First of all, if you've ever heard your mom say something like, you should know better, well, she's right. According to Piaget, in this stage, a child, or rather teenager, would know what's going to happen without a trial and error session. And that's because unlike in earlier stages, they can think hypothetically, which would mean they don't need to test if something is going to happen. If a parent tells them this will be the consequence if you choose that behavior, they should just be able to hypothetically reason that that will in fact be the outcome. The other thing you see at this stage is the ability to reason abstractly. This is why, during the adolescent years, students can tackle topics like advanced algebra, geometry, or even calculus. These concepts require a lot of abstract thinking. So while students at a younger age may need more of a tangible math concept, students in this range are able to do those advanced functions. You also see hypothetical reasoning extend on into understanding the bigger picture of problems and language and thinking abstractly in social situations. For instance, if you have a five-year-old, their concept of a friend is pretty much anyone they sit next to in class, anyone they sit next to on the bus, or anyone that lives in their neighborhood. Basically to them, if you are in physical proximity and you spend time with them, then you're their friend. You see this shift in adolescence where the concept of friendship becomes much more abstract. Here, a friend is someone you have things in common with, someone you share experiences with and can trust and confide in. As advanced thinkers, we understand these are the qualities that truly make a friendship, not just being next to someone for a good portion of your day. The other thing that you see in this stage is Piaget pointed out that adolescents have a very interesting concept of their social surroundings. For instance, they're not egocentric like younger children are, say, in the pre-operational stage, but they have a form of it called adolescent egocentrism by which, as cliche as it might sound, 
a teenager kind of thinks the world revolves around them. For instance, they may have what Piaget called an imaginary audience, believing that everyone around them is noticing everything they do, and anything that might be embarrassing is something that everybody is going to pay attention to. They feel like, literally, they're on a stage and everyone is watching. It's why they get so easily embarrassed by their parents, it's why there's no way they can go to school with a pimple, and it's why they're convinced everyone is judging them. You also, as a further extension of this egocentrism, see something called a personal fable exhibited. This is when an adolescent or teenager believes that their story, their life experience, is so individual and so unique that nobody else could possibly understand. What they are going through is truly their own drama. This is why when a teenager breaks up with a romantic interest or has a bad day at school, a parent may try to comfort them, but the teenager will most likely respond that they could never understand what their life is like and they have no idea what it felt like to them. Now, we all know that parents have been there and done that, but to the teenager, they believe their life and experiences are so unique and one of a kind that nobody could possibly understand. So as you see, formal operational is much more of an advanced type of thinking. But here's the problem. Many psychologists feel that Piaget sold us short, that in fact, after formal operational, we don't stop our cognitive development, but we keep going. Some theorists have even suggested that there may be a fifth stage to Piaget's theory, which we could call post-formal thought, where you have the full development of an adult thinker, someone who gets rid of that adolescent egocentrism uh, set of qualities and is able to think abstractly fully and also to see the bigger picture of things. Also, some theorists thought that maybe Piaget underestimated children. So not just further uh, in development, but they felt like he sold children short. This is why sometimes you may see children exhibit these tendencies or thinking qualities outside of their supposed normal range, according to Piaget. And remember, overall, everything is just a theory. Nothing is set in stone. There is no law. We're just doing the best we can with the evidence and research that we have to support or disprove different hypotheses. So there you have it. There is your conclusion to the Piaget series. We talked about his overall concepts like schemas and assimilation and equilibrium in the first episode. We also talked about the four stages of cognitive development, such as sensory motor, pre-operational, concrete operational, and today's episode, formal operational. And while you will be exposed to Piaget's theory in a general psych class, chances are, if you go on to take any more advanced psych classes like child development, like human growth and development, like adolescent psychology, or even educational psychology, you will definitely hear Piaget's theory brought up again. If you've enjoyed today's episode of Psych Segments, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook for more psychological knowledge and to suggest topics for future episodes. This podcast exists so that you can survive Psych 101. Thanks for listening.